Welcome to The Working Therapist with Hayden Bolick, a podcast designed to help you grow more, do more, and be more as a therapist. The Working Therapist is an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. We're glad you've joined us for today's podcast. So here's your host, Hayden Bolick. So I'd like to welcome everybody today to the Working Therapist Podcast. I'm Hayden Bolick, and I am really excited because we have a guest with us today, David Fisher, who is from California Creations. And David, why don't you introduce yourself, tell everybody what you do there at California Creations, how long you've been with the company, just tell people about yourself. Well, I've been with the company about 10 years. I'm now uh, the vice president, mainly deal with the sales, but a lot of the creativity, social media, and other things that involve with running a company I have my hands in. I actually went to school for engineering and started with the company in a completely different facet, and it's kind of shifted over the last 10 years into what I do now, which is play with toys, and it's kind of awesome. So tell me what California Creations, tell me about, I know what your product is, but tell everybody else about your product and your Z windups. Tell everybody about that. Well, the company started about 30 years ago, and we've gone through a lot of different iterations of the company from a sales rep group into now where we're a full manufacturer on our wind-up toys. Initially, we were selling Tomy wind-up toys, mm-hmm. and through a bunch of negotiations, we now manufacture and distribute worldwide their toys, but we've also added in a tremendous amount of our own toys with our own engineering, and our focus was really to make a really high-end, inexpensive item with a lot of quality. You know, it's still a relatively inexpensive wind-up toy, but we wanted it to really survive. You know, a kid could play with it, wind it forever. You can't overwind any of the wind-up toys. You can wind them until practically your fingers would fall off. Mm-hmm. We also didn't want a boring toy. We wanted something that, you know, you were going to smile. It was going to get a reaction. It was going to have like a little comedy show. And when a comedian mm-hmm. tells a joke, they're going to laugh, you're going to smile, it's going to evoke some emotion. And each one of the toys we try to have do something you're not going to expect. You know, it's going to hop, and then all of a sudden it's going to stop, and it's going to start chewing on its carrot, right. um, which you just wouldn't expect from a little, you know, $5 retail item. And Well, I think you totally do that. You capture the whole thing. You're right, because I've used wind-up toys for at least... Well, I've been doing this for a long time, 20 years at least. And I think I have used wind-up toys in about 98% of my therapy sessions for the last 20 years. Like, I really use them all the time. And so now I've turned into a wind-up snob, really, a wind-up toy snob. But these are fantastic. Like, I have tried since getting a lot of your wind-up toys in. I've tried not on purpose to break them at all, but, you know, I've got kids playing with them. We're, like, using them daily. I haven't been able to, like, the winders, you can't overwind. You can't even wind them backwards. They don't break. You know, one of the other exciting things we did was we actually put our red winder knob on there. We went through a lot of different iterations on the winder itself, but we wanted something that you could have, like, a nice feel to Mm -hmm. and wind really easy. And then we also put our little Z logo on the side so you would know what our items are versus a lot of the junk that you can find. You know, there's a Mm -hmm. lot of people that make really inexpensive, low-end wind-up toys. Mm -hmm. So we really wanted to differentiate, so we put that red winder on there. Yeah, these ones are the best. I like that because also for kids who have lower vision or maybe just don't see as well or need a target, that fact that it's red and a different color than the actual toy makes a big difference. I didn't know maybe if you guys had done the red part of it on purpose, but that just feedback-wise, that makes a difference because some of our little people don't see so well because we work with special needs kids here, and that red winder, it helps. That's great to know. We didn't think about that. I guess we did it so it would really stand out, and our logo is that red with that yellow Z, Mm -hmm. so it worked out really well. 
Also, whoever came up with the, you know, the little monkey that rides on the little tricycle with the little bit bigger key winder, I'm like big fan of that because for some of those little people who have trouble isolating their thumb and finger to wind the toy up, that bigger winder key helps a whole lot. And so it just helps them to be successful. And it's a little bit easier to wind up than the other ones. I mean, I've really... Like I've David, I've done my homework. Like I've used, I've like I really so, and it, it helps a whole lot. So like whoever did that, thank you. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of, I've done my homework. Let's talk about. Well, here's one thing I want to say. I love your attention to detail. That is, I think, like all the little, even like the little iguana guy, or I don't know if he's an iguana guy or. We call him the gecko. Okay, gecko. Like his little googly eyes, they move up and down. The monkey on the tricycle that I was talking about, he moves his head back and forth. They all have a lot of detail, and it just makes them fun and interesting, captures the child's attention. It's really great. So we were a relatively new vendor with you guys. I've learned about y'all before the Toy Fair in New York. We go to the Toy Fair every year. I learned about y'all before the Toy Fair because in doing some research and work at, with Allison Ants, who also is our vendor relations person here. We did a lot of work. We saw you guys. But I met you guys at the Toy Fair, and I felt like everybody in your booth was upbeat and excited. It must just be a fun place to work. Yeah, it's pretty awesome to get to play with toys and really care about the toys too. We don't want to do something halfway. We really like to go all the way. We like to be able to climb to the top of the mountain. If someone carried you up there, it's just not as fun. We really like the work and that hard work pays off with really neat items. Like when we went to the translucent color, when we do a change like that, you have to look at every single item. And we really worry about the colors because we want the colors to look good. We want everything to pop. And you also want to be able to see some of those internal workings. So there's an amazing amount of work that goes into every single piece, even if you look down to the uh, details in the eye. Mm-hmm. Each eye has to be created, which, you know, doing one piece, it's not a big deal. But when, for example, we did the whale, we have a little whale that swims around in the water. Yes. We probably went through 75 different versions of the eye to make sure it looked happy. Because obviously, these are designed with that feel where a kid looks at it, and it's going to be a cute item when they look at it. Mm-hmm. So the detail and that work makes it enjoyable. Yeah, it does. We put them with all of our water tables at the clinics. And we have three clinics and water tables, all the clinics. And so now we use all your water wind-up toys there in the water table. They're awesome. Kids love those things. They are fantastic. And they're so, you're exactly right. They're so cute. Real good attention to detail. I like the way that the, what different ones move. There's all kinds of therapeutic uses and everything for all the different kinds of toys and what you do with them. So they're a big hit. We've been using wind-up toys forever, but I haven't really used them as much with water. But the Toy Fair is the one who introduced me to those. I'm like, wait a minute, water? Woohoo! Um, I loved it. It was great. I was going to say, the water items, um, you can leave them in the water pretty much all the time. They're really a sturdy item. Each one of them does its own little unique swimming function. Like, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the whale, but as it blinks its eyes and then it spouts out the water. I was looking at all the different water toys. We have most of them, but we don't have that whale. I'm really not sure how I missed that. And so I'm getting him like now. That's exciting. Yeah, got to have that because that's just cool. I've got a lot of questions now that you're talking because, first off, all the toys you can see through them and see the inner workings. I was going to ask you if that was on purpose. It sounds like it was. Yeah, it was on purpose. We used to be in an opaque plastic, and we still have some that are opaque that you can't see the insides, but it's kind of nice to have a different version come out just to have a new look and feel. The translucent, especially if you go back to like that gecko you were talking about, mm-hmm. you can see that there's a tremendous amount of parts just to move the two eyes around, and then as it walks, it's actually really basic for the walking function because that's a really easy function to do, but to get the eyes to kind of Google around, 
yep. takes a tremendous amount of effort. If you actually flip that piece upside down and you can see inside, it's really neat. Or we have uh, Megan, it's a rabbit that hops along and eats its carrot. You can see the gears inside there. Or some of the back flippers, mm. you can see how there's like the spring that gets tensioned as it bends over. Then all of a sudden it pops and does its flip. Mm. So that whole engineering degree thing's paying off for you, right? Uh, exactly. <laughs> it's, wor- it's working out. It's working out. That's good. Well, we appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> I do. But how do you get the ideas for some of your windups? Because they're really cute and just like the morphs. We haven't gotten the morphs in yet. I'll let you describe what they do and we'll talk more about your products. But I guess just how do you get the ideas for these products? Who comes up with that? It's definitely a team of people, but the owner, Mark Dingus, he usually kind of drives that feel and look and I guess design. A lot of it's his ideas. We also have an amazing head of our production, and between the two of them, they'll come up with maybe a general idea, but then one of our main engineer will ask him for a function. So we'll dream up something crazy, like if you had a happy dance where your <laughs> one arm dangles, your head spun around, and you know you shook your left leg. We show him this, and he kind of looks at it and thinks about it, and then a few days later, he'll have this Frankenstein version where it's parts, and he's just amazing. He'll create something for us. It kind of shows, okay, we could do something like this, but then we have to think, is it going to be an animal? Is it going to be a human shape? Mm. What's it going to be? So we can kind of work back and forth between the engineering Mm -hmm. of actually getting it to work, and then what is it going to be? Because there's a gearbox inside there that you have to wind up. So that kind of limits and defines what the shape of the body has to be. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because you have to have the winder knob stick out. Yeah, I can't interfere with anything. And you have the bulky gearbox on the side or inside the uh, item. Yeah. So then it goes back and forth, and we have artists a lot of different places. Actually, around the world, we've used. Huh. We have people here, and so it's a big team effort. That's why some of these items they take three years from when we say here's a great idea to when we can actually ship it. Wow. Which is it's incredible for a five dollar item like these. You talked about the morphs, which mm-hmm. are new. It's either a sports car or we have a truck, and it's a larger scale. It's about six inches long, so it's you know about four times, five times the size of our typical wind-up toys. Hmm. And you wind those up, and that has that key winder on them. Right. You don't have to have as many fine motor skills to wind it up a little bit easier. You wind up the truck, and as it goes, all of a sudden, it's really like wow moment. It turns into a walking dog or a dinosaur where it actually walks and then it drops back down and it turns back into the vehicle and it drives again and it does that three, four times. And it's really hard to believe until you see it. It's the Mac Daddy. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. It is the coolest wind-up toy I've ever seen. It's kind of like, as you were talking about your artists and stuff that sort of make this idea into a real thing. I mean, it's kind of an animation. You're taking an idea and you're you're sort of animating it. You know, I mean, I know all the inner workings that, that you guys do to make it work. But, it's, I mean, they're fun-looking, you know, enticing toys. It's kind of you animate this whole, there's a certain animation piece to it. Yeah, we kind of bring the toys to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I could kind of envision it like, you know, sort of think about like creating an animated movie. It's almost sort of that's kind of what you're doing, but in a real toy. It's funny. Disney in the 80s actually did a wind-up toy movie. Oh. And it was really cute. You know, they wind them up and they'd shoot a little scene and they'd wind them up some more and... 
they dubbed in sounds because it was really cute to see these little wind-up toys coming to life and, you know, they didn't have to animate it. And yeah. it's, it's one of the only things we've ever seen that Disney did that didn't have their characters as the stars. Yeah, I could see it totally as you describe it. It's kind of you're making something come to life. So, well, you started talking about the morphs. Did that toy take about, I would think, at least three years? The morphs? Yeah, and, and nothing's ever completely straightforward. It's not like we had the specific idea and we knew exactly what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we're a relatively small company, so we come up with an idea and we kind of go and then we say, okay, here's this is going to make more sense or this is going to look better or work better or be more cost effective. So I guess we'll be shipping those in about a month. So it was about three years ago that the concept came up and... It's a lot of different iterations to get to where we are, but we feel like it's pretty perfect right now. Yeah, I think it's pretty perfect. I'm excited. I'll get my next month. I'm, like, waiting. I'm great. All right, so let's talk about a couple other products. Noggin bops, because those are also, I think, before I saw the morphs, I'd seen the noggin bops. And I don't know who came up with that, but they're genius. They are the cutest things. There's that's just, like, so much fun. Tell me about who figured that whole hands, they're waving, and their heads bopping back and forth. And they're just fun. I don't know who came up with that idea. Was it the owner? Or you guys had an idea? This was actually, it was kind of early on in our wind-up development. And a smaller company that we've done some work with art and design um, called Little Wonder Studios. They actually helped conceptualize it, and it was just one of those ingenious little cute dancing movements that it's so simple, but we have sold, I could probably say, millions of them around the world. You know, there's no one that doesn't like it from a three-year-old <laughs> kid to a 103-year-old grandma. No matter what <laughs> language you speak, no matter what socioeconomic background you have, it's just a cute item that you're going to smile. You're going to have it on an executive's desk or mm-hmm. in a kid's toy box. I got a couple in my office right now. I love them, but I use them in therapy too. And you know what's one really great thing? I don't know if you guys have had any feedback like this, but some of the wind-up toys through the years, sometimes like the flippers, maybe a child who's never seen a wind-up toy, like a young child might initially be kind of afraid. They love these noggin bops. Usually I use those first, and then they like all of them after that. Though I didn't know if anybody had given you that feedback. They're not scary. They're fun. But that's good they're not scary. <laughs> no, they're not scary. Hey, and I just have one question. This Lance one, that's a noggin bop, did y'all intend for him to look like Elvis, like in his hair? When we did him, we did Lance and Lola, and we call them the lover bops. We put the little heart on the oh, center, uh, yes. and it says, I love you across the chest. Mm. And we wanted, you know, it's, it's the same exact body as the other two noggin bops, mm-hmm. but we wanted to do something a little bit unique, Valentine's, and then it's great if someone, you know, is sick, it's a great cute piece. And we put those sideburns on them. We really wanted to kind of that fun, maybe like 50s look. <laughs> yeah. And it came out really, really cute. And it's a nice item. I think he looks like Elvis. I call him Elvis, not Lance, but all right. And um, <laughs> the, and how about like the Liberty one? Did y'all do that for the Toy Fair in New York? Or you just had a, somebody from New York? Or what was that? Just because? Well, we did the Liberty. We knew that there's a tremendous amount of tourism in New York and the mm-hmm. Statue of Liberty. And it's the only item we've really done that's that specific to a location. So it's a great item. F.A.R. Schwartz in Manhattan and a lot of the tour stores there. And then obviously the Statue of Liberty. So more of that one piece than you can even imagine. Because it's a great piece to bring home to kids or wife or husband. It's, it's a fun item. It's cute. It's really fun. And then all your Christmas ones. So at Christmas, we just started buying from you guys directly in January, but I'd seen these out at stores before these little jingle bops. So I have like the Santa Claus and the 
reindeer and the cookie and the, I guess, Rudy, Snowy and Cookie and Elfie and then the Cool Yule. I saw some of these out of store, so I bought some and I used them and everything this past Christmas and kids love them. They're awesome. So whoever came up with the Christmas thing, I'm all about that too. It's kind of fun to switch them out and change them because it keeps the novelty working for the kids. We have so many, they don't get bored of them, but it's just kind of cool to have a Christmas thing and keep it thematic. So are y'all going to make like some Easter and Halloween ones too? We actually have Halloween ones. We call them the Spookies. Really? I haven't seen those. Well, we'll make sure that you see them all. Yeah. We have, like, a witch and a pumpkin and oh. um, a little, like, we call them Frankenhead, and we have a little Dracula, but they're all, we like to call them, you know, like, cute, fun versions of Halloween. Yeah. They have fun little finishes on them, so they kind of sparkle, and they're really lighthearted. Well, you... Even the witch, you know, we call her Cackle, and she has these goofy teeth. But, you know, she's a witch, but it's really fun and happy version. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we work with primarily zero to five-year-olds, so fun and happy is good for us. But you did not show me that at the toy fair, and I'm a little undone about that because I totally did not know that. I need some spookies. I got some jingles. I need some spookies. That's awesome. I love that. I use a lot of these wind-up toys like to keep kids' attention, to work on the attention span, to get them to pay attention for longer. But I also have started using the jingle bops and the noggin bops for body parts, you know, like identifying the facial features and then also hands and feet and, you know, picking out like parts of a whole, like the hand versus the whole body. And because of these whole jingle bops and the noggin bops, I've been able to sort of therapeutically use them a lot more than I could in the past. So they're really cool. I'm very excited about it. Now, tell me about, I like the classic ones. I saw the really big ones at the Toy Fair. There are some that are like, uh, how big are they, like 8 inches? and um, Yeah, they're like 7 to 10 inches or so, right around there. Are the, only the big ones like the monkey and the soldier and the robot? Are there other ones that are big like that? Well, those are the ones we first released. We're going to have some other really amazing ones coming. We picked, you know, three styles, and we did two colors of each just to start it off. We'll have a lot more coming. I'm hoping to have maybe one or two more for this fall, mm-hmm. and then another set for the spring. Uh, this whole classic line, we have a gigantic toy collection in our office. <laughs> hundreds hundreds of early Marks toys, a really classic tin toy company, and a lot of theirs are this sized. And there's, there's really no one else that makes a plastic wind-up toy like this. Mm-hmm. Even just the gearbox alone for this was really, really special. As you can imagine, yeah. this is so much larger and heavier than our little pieces that uh, everything had to be custom this first time around to make sure they worked correctly. I saw them all in New York. They're great. My favorite is the robot because the little Martian up in the top is like moving the little gear shift. It's like a little Martian guy, right? And he's moving the gear shift. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like he, it's like a spacesuit for this uh, yeah. the little alien guy. And his <laughs> arms move back and forth, little joysticks, and his head looks around. I can't wait to put one of those on my desk. I don't really have tons of toys in my office, but that would be the one I'd keep on my desk. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. I love that. I think it's so creative. I think it's awesome. And the monkey, I saw him, and I like the soldier. So you just picked those three just because they're sort of classic. Is that why you picked them? Yeah, that soldier has that classic look, and we figured for Christmas it's just like a perfect item. You know, year-round it's the classic toy, but a lot of people associate that kind of soldier nutcracker look to Christmas. And the monkey is our classic piece. It's been, you know, one of our top pieces since we started selling wind-up toys every year. There's not very many toys that I can name, if any, that uh, pretty much, you know, you have like that classic look. You know, there's a lot of people that have done monkey with symbols yes. over the years, and it's mm-hmm. always good at them, but for us, that bear or monkey with symbols has really been a classic. And then the robot, yep. that was actually one of our designers, and it just kind of popped out with this idea to have the little guy inside, <laughs> it's great. and 
it was just such a great classic, but big twist. You know, it's 2014, but on an item like one of those tin toys from like the 50s that you'd kind of see, but Mm -hmm. with a lot more precision and a lot more design to it. Yes, definitely. And now the Z-Riders. I saw those in New York, and I've never seen anything like those before, ever. Very cool idea. They are definitely kind of like the quiet seller for us. They're really neat. You know, you have 10 to 15 moving parts, and it goes from a pullback vehicle into... So for some of our little kids here, you know, we're doing occupational therapy, they're working on handwriting skills, and it just makes that more fun. I can imagine, definitely. Yeah, a lot of these kids who have trouble writing or with weaker hands and just more difficulty with a lot of that fine motor movement, this just makes it so it keeps their attention, it makes it more fun, they're excited about it. I think those little writers are really a great idea, cool product. I don't know who ever figured that out, but that was smart. And then, like, these little dashers. Now, we have the little giraffe. I think he's a dasher, right? Is a giraffe that moves his feet like a whole lot. We don't really have a category name for him, but uh, uh, it's just that it's a crazy giraffe that yeah runs yeah. around and his yeah. legs move 100 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. He's fun. We like him. We like him a whole lot because all kids love all his little feet moving. And I don't know what it is, but they think it's hilarious. They just like <laughs> they just bust out laughing. They love that guy with the little bloop feet, just like 100 miles an hour, like hyperactive giraffe dude is what he is. That's great. I don't know if you know, too, each one of the items has a name. So, yes. like, the draft is named George, and then each one of them actually have its own little story. Uh, um, I know about the story. Inside the hang tag and then on the website, it has a story, and all the stories are just these cute little tidbit, and, you know, they, they don't mean a lot, but they're really cute, and they kind of tie each other together, and they're fun to read through. Well, that just, you know, speaks to y'all's attention to detail and your quality product because you're taking time to write the story and name them. I did know they all had names, but I didn't know they had a story. But I can't remember hardly anybody's name because, David, I'm getting old. And so I can't, so I can't, like, I can't remember the name. I can barely remember my kids' names, much less the name of these wind-up toys. That's asking a lot. <laughs> so, but I did know that they had names. I did know that. But I didn't know about the story. That's really cool. Dag, I missed that. Again, that just speaks to y'all's attention to detail. You're obviously, that company's committed to making a quality product. That, to me, as a, you know, somebody who's buying the toys and using the toys, and then I'm real picky about what we use here at PDT, and then we sell to our families. You know, I'm real picky about, we only sell toys that we use, and that just says a lot, that y'all take the time for the quality. It's just a great product. The quality is really important to us. We actually, we'll stand behind these toys. You know, if, if someone takes it and saws it apart, that's not, you know, I'm sorry. But if there's any mechanical difficulties, if people let us know, we always make sure that they're happy, no matter what that takes. You know, we want to build an item that's going to last. And with normal use or any mechanical problem issues, we just make sure they're happy. Well, we haven't had any problems with any of ours yet, and we've used them like you wouldn't believe. So what are your favorite wind-up toys? I love our squirrel scamper. Scamper has a little acorn in between its hands. Yes. And it spins the acorn, mm-hmm. and then the squirrel goes down on its stomach and spins around really fast mm-hmm. as its tail lags, and then it jumps back up on its hind legs and kicks its legs, and it kind of like dances around, and it does that a few times. It's my favorite piece, and it's the piece that, you know, if, if I need to give a piece to someone, mm-hmm. that's usually the one I will give. You got to move um, everything out of the way when you have the scamper on the table because it'll clear the table. <laughs> exactly. We also have Larry. I don't know if you know him. He's the hmm. green guy with the yellow shoes on. Hmm. I don't think I don't know if I, well, I don't know. Again, remember, I can't remember their names, but tell me about Larry. 
So Larry is quite spectacular. It's another piece that took us a long time to develop. So he's in a similar humanoid shape as mm-hmm. some of the other pieces we've done, but he actually waves his arms above his head, uh-huh. and then he drops down and does the splits. Mm-hmm. Then he stands back up and he waves his arms, and he has little skates on his shoes, so you can actually slide him across the table as he does this. And it's one of our best-selling pieces, and again, one of my favorite pieces, just I think the color, the look, and then the movement, the engineering that it actually took to get him to stand up. The little motor inside, the only reason it works is because of this perfect angle and almost like a crowbar axis that the legs move on. So it uses leverage to bring the body up. Huh. No, I did not know that. I know Larry real well. I was saving him for just a second because I love the farm animals. Like I love that Polly the pig. That one I know. I love the horse, Herbie, and the cow, Chloe. Love them. Exactly. They, I love a farm animal anyway for therapy, and it's a farm animal wind-up, and I'm like, that is the best thing ever. Love it. That's <laughs> awesome. And I use them all the time. I, I love them. And I hoard them kind of. I mean, I don't want to really want to say that, but I kind of hoard them so that I don't run out of them. <laughs> I love them. We also have Dancing Duck coming out. Um, one of the yes. one of the twisters. It has a great name too. It's David the Duck, hmm. and it does kind of like a little twist. And its wings move around, and its head goes. And he has these really big duck feet. Really a cute item. There's also I don't know if I showed this to you. It's a sock monkey that jump ropes. Yes, I remember him. Yep, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. That's another one that's a really exciting, fun movement that definitely is going to make people smile. Yeah, and you don't see many jump roping sock monkeys. That's just not like common. <laughs> nope. But I'm excited about Happy Dance, David Duck. When is he coming out? You know, he'll be shipping here really soon. I think we might be putting up on our website. And if he's not already up, he'll be up there soon, too. So tell everybody what the website is. The website is thewindups.com. So Z-W-I-N-D-U-P-S.com. Zwindups.com. I look go there and look at the different products that I currently don't have in stock for reordering because I'll try different ones so that we keep it novel and keep it new all the time because I know all of your product line, I'm never worried about ordering different kinds that they won't work well. I just like keep mixing it up. If people ever have any questions too, they can always email us or call us. And everyone here, not just even the people that you've met, know these items extremely well from the person doing the shipping in the warehouse to our artist to anybody can pretty much be good guidance. Um, so whoever picks up the phone or an email, usually someone that's really helpful. We're all kind of passionate about our little wind-ups here. <laughs> and then tell me about the Z wind-ups, like the pull-back-and-go. I call them the pull-back-and-go cars, but that's not the real name. They're called Z wind-ups, right? Well, yeah, we ran those Z pullbacks. Oh, Z pullbacks, okay. You know, we kind of go with that Z. It works out well. They're yeah. all on the Z wind-ups website, but uh, yes. the Z pullbacks. And the big thing with the Z pullbacks is we just wanted them to be extremely fast and have like a really kind of cool, unique design to them. Mm-hmm. So when you pull them back, they will just fly across the table. Yeah. If you put them in the warehouse, we can pull <laughs> them back and shoot across the entire warehouse. Yes. <laughs> the other neat thing is there's different speeds of them too. So we have ones that are faster that work really great on like a concrete floor. And then we have one like a uh, little off-road truck. And if you put them on a carpet, he's great to kind of play games with on a carpet. You know, how many times is it going to take you to get to the trash can across the room? Yeah. So, you know, kind of like golf. Yeah. Um, Or you can play on like a big table. You can pull it back and see if you can get to the edge of the table and you you kind of like shuffleboard. Yes, yes. 
Got it. So there's some fun, fun little activities you can do with uh, the pullbacks. So see, that's why you people are so happy all the time. Y'all are just like playing games in your warehouse, playing games all over your office space. You know, you're saying, oh, it takes three years to get these toys up to completion, but it doesn't. Not if you guys would go to work all the time. So you're just playing with you're just you're just playing with your toys all day long. Like I got it. I got the hidden message going on here. I see what's happening. One of my favorite games with those Z pullbacks is I'll use the Z pullbacks in therapy and we'll set up the little horse and the cow and the pig wind up and we like bowl with them. So like we try to hit the car back and knock them down. Bowling is a great thing with these. All the pullbacks yep. have a flat spot on the back of the front so you can set them up like bowling pins too. <gasps> oh, I didn't know that. See, I haven't played them with those. I just had the poor farm animals as a target or the bops. That's that, great. I call them Elvis. I forget the real name. The noggin bops. I just call them Elvis. But um, anyway, we put those up and we knock them down. The kids love that, by the way. It's kind of violent, but it's a whole lot of fun. I love them. If you want to capture like a three-year-old boy's attention, you get those little farm animal wind-up toys out and those Z pullbacks, you are good to go for a good like 15, 20 minutes. You're golden. That's great. You can do all kinds of cool stuff, all kinds. And then like if you take them right to the water table, buddy, you're good. 30, 45 minutes in and it's like rolling. And I'm having as much fun as they are. So I know you told us about David the Duck and his happy dance, which I'm excited about. I know we got a morphs coming in soon. Any other new toys in production that you want to talk to us about or anything else happening? We have a really neat little fire truck and police car. Freddy the fire truck and Chase the police car. And they're on the size of like some of the, not, not the large line of toys, but the larger of the small line of toys. And they're in our wheelies category, so they spin around and do like a figure eight, then they do a 360, and there's little parts moving on them, then they go in a straight line and do like an S-curve. So they're a really fun little item. Like on the fire truck, the ladder actually moves around, and then there's a place where the fire hose would be, and it's spinning in circles. And then in the police car, there's little pretend lights spinning around. So that's a fun two items that are going to be coming out. Well, I look forward to seeing those. And I look forward to seeing all of your products. I'll be there again this January. So I look forward to that. Then also just using your products all year long. We use them in all of our therapies, speech therapy, occupational therapy, physical therapy. We use them for all ages of kids. And the cool thing is when I see them used in therapy, I've got certain ways I play with them. But then when I see other therapists using them with kids, they've come up with different examples. You know, like I saw one physical therapist that set up a whole obstacle course with them in our therapy gym the other day. And so she had the different types. And when you skipped or hopped or jumped, whatever, to one of them, the little boy got to return that one on. And that was kind of his reward. And then he did to the next step and he turned that one on. So that was just a simple use of them, but I didn't think to set up a whole obstacle course with them. So there's lots of therapeutic and just fun play uses for these toys. So tell people again your website. The website is www.zwindups.com. I'd actually love to ask you what some of your favorite activities you've done with children and the windups. what's been effective. And I know what people have told me, but it'd be really interesting with someone like you who's an expert at using these in your field. Well, I thought you would never ask. This is one of my favorite topics. I love to talk about this, and I love to explain how to do this. So here we go. Sit down, put your feet up. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll talk forever, but I'll try to tone it down. So my first way I like to use these is, and this will work for any wind-up toy, doesn't matter, but this is really where I use those. I actually like the noggin bops and the farm animals to start with. When I'm working with a little one whose attention span is not the greatest, and this might be, I'll use a like 18 months-ish to two years. Their attention span is maybe not so great, but the main problem they're coming, I'm a speech therapist, remember, so the main 
trouble they're coming is they're not initiating. They're, I mean, they're not requesting. They're not what I call doing something to get something. So they're not trying to use a word or use a gesture. Usually what happens is sometimes kids come to me and they're just crying to basically communicate. So my main job is I got to teach them that, look, you got to do something, meaning like you got to either do a gesture or a, it can be a body gesture, it can be a sound, it can be a word, but you got to basically do something to get something. And the wind-up toy sets it up perfect. So what I'll do is I'll get out the cow and the pig and the horse, and I'll do one at a time because there's little people, you don't want to overwhelm them. And so I'll wind them up and I'll show them and I'll let the wind up toy go on the table and the kids love it. They're mesmerized. And so then I'll do it again. I wind it up again and I count. So I wind it up and before I let it go, I'll say one, two, and I sort of set it up the same way every time. One, two, three, go. And then we'll watch him go. And I'll like, go pig, you know, or go horse or whatever. And then I'll do it again. On about the third time of doing that, I'll wind it up and I'll get ready to put it on the table. And right before I do that, I'll pause. And then usually the child will, and I'll say, one, two, three. And I just have sort of a pregnant pause there. And most of the time, the child will sort of either move forward or do something to get something. I'll say, right, go. So I'll do that at first. Another flip on that is sometimes I'll let the wind-up toy go, and then I won't start it up again. I'll just hand it to the child. And then they'll usually try to wind it up, but sometimes the one little one, that little might not be able to, or maybe they can, maybe they can't. But I'll wait and I'll tell them, and I'll hold my hand up and I'll say, you know, give it to me. You want some help? And so if they hand it to me, that's also a good way to get them to initiate. And then I'll build on like a body gesture or a gesture to words. So they might just hand it to me. That's more of a body gesture or a gesture, or they might push it to me to go, ah, ah, which that's better than screaming. Or eventually we'll work up to go or more toy or something like that. That's a couple ways that I start with wind up toys. But then like with those pullback and go cars, like with the bowling on the farm animals, then a lot of times we'll name the farm animals. And then a lot of times I'll use them when I'm working on phrases, because we'll do one, two, three, go car. And they can't make the car go until they say, go car. So we're trying to take a single word, go or car, and we're trying to combine words for go car, using a verb, go with a noun, or the mean length utterance, the MLU or the phrases. So like my car go, your car go, that kind of thing. That's two ways, but I can do a lot more than that. (laughs) I told you, I said to get comfortable, put your feet up (laughs) because I can go on for days. (laughs) It's <laughs> very interesting to hear. One way I've also used them is a lot of times I go into classrooms. Like I'll use them in preschool classrooms. I'll use them in daycare classrooms. And they're a great way to get a child to interact with a peer. Like some of our little people aren't playing with other kids. And so I'll introduce them to a teacher for like a lot of times kids will move from center to center at a classroom, you know. And so I'll do a whole center of just various wind-up toys. So they're a great way to do turn-taking. You know, okay, it's Johnny's turn. All right, Johnny, hand a little pig to Susie. Okay, Susie, you go. So Johnny has to wait for his turn. Then he also has to request and ask Susie for a turn again after Susie. I'll use them a ton in classrooms all the time. And then also I'll tie the wind-up toy to a song. Like if they're all in circle time, we're doing Old MacDonald. Again, remember those wind-up noggin bop 
farm animals are the best because I use them all the time with Old McDonald. If we're doing wheels on the bus, even if the toy isn't a bus, it's just a car, you know, wheels on the car go round and round. Same thing as the bus, you know, it doesn't matter. We'll use up the wind-up toys. I love that car that doesn't go off the table because I'll use that then too. But I use them in circle time and I use them at center time in classrooms just as much as I do in regular therapy. And then I'll leave them there with the teacher so that she can go and she can use those the whole week long. So then it sort of carries over the speech therapy, the techniques I was trying to do, it carries over all week. And then the teacher's got something. I come out of there looking like the best thing since sliced bread, which is always positive. (laughs) So so I'll ride those coattails out for days, days. Because also the price point on these is not so expensive that I can't afford to leave them there. Makes sense, yeah. And so, and I just leave a nice variety. So it's probably a whole nother podcast of how I can use all the toys. Anyway, (laughs) so stay tuned because I'll do a whole other podcast, David, and I'll invite you back if you want to be there. And we can talk all about therapeutic uses of wind-up toys. I'm available anytime. (laughs) So be careful what you ask for. I'll call you. All right. Well, then again, your website is zwindups.com, right? Correct. Before I wrap this up, I need to let everybody know where they can buy these wind-ups because if they've listened to this podcast and they're like, if I don't get a Polly the Pig for a nightfall, my world's coming to an end, and that's probably what they're thinking right now, then we need to let them know where to buy them. So they can go to your website, is that right, and buy the toys there? Exactly. They can go to the website. We also have a store finder on the website if they want to go to one of their local toy stores. Hmm. They can also email our website, and we can find or figure out any way to get them whatever they need so their life will be full. Yeah, and i got to have a dancing duck, and the morphs are coming out. But in the meantime, now that we've talked, now I've got to have a whale that squirts water. See? That's an important one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm, yes, I, I'm going to need a lot of those. Okay, well, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you, David, so much. I've really enjoyed this. This has been great. It's been a great opportunity for me, too. Yeah, thank you for your time. So this concludes this episode, and thanks, everybody, for listening. And tune in for another episode of The Working Therapist. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of The Working Therapist, an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. If you would like more information regarding this podcast or would like to get in touch with us for any reason, visit us on the web at www.pediatricdt.com. That's pediatricdt.com.